Welcome to the Good News Mama podcast, a place to get in touch with other mamas, share the load, and know the Lord. Here we aim to lift each other up in the good news of Jesus and the laughter that comes with motherhood. We are a community of mamas just trying to keep the main thing the main thing. I'm your host, Lynn Carter, and each time you tune in, I pray you're encouraged and that you leave challenged and breathe a sigh of relief that you are understood. We were not meant to do life alone, Mama. Thanks for joining in. Let's do this and let's share the good news. Hey, Mama. Welcome to another episode of the Good News Mama podcast. I'm so excited to be able to come to you today. God's put this on my heart. I know it's going to be good. Um, But before we dive in, I just want to check in with you. How are you? How are things going for you in 2021? It's coming on several weeks into the year, and I feel like everything I said I was going to do has kind of been on the back burner. Have you felt that way? So I just wanted to check in with you, give you some grace, but the reason I'm bringing that up is because today's topic involves a little self-care, a little soul care. So the title of this episode is called Self-Care, Soul Care, and Stillness, and I just feel like that word self-care has been thrown out there a lot lately. I feel like everybody's got something to say about it. Take time for you, things like that. So why am I talking about it, okay? Well, I just wanted you to think for a second. What do you think when you hear the word self-care? What it really stirs inside of you? Do you feel like it's overused? Do you feel like you need more of it? Like, what are your thoughts? And to me, I think it's synonymous with me time. So I equate it to going for a run, doing my nails. You know, some people go get a massage or go to the spa with the girls or, you know, it's just something that as mothers, it's just commonly brought up and it's in hopes that we'll not just take care of everybody else, but take care of ourselves, right? So there's nothing bad in that. Okay, so why am I talking about it if everybody else has already talked about it? Um, Because I want to go a little bit deeper, okay? What if mamas really need a little deeper than the superficial, okay? What if it's really soul care that we need? And I love the quote from Annie Dillard that says, how we spend our days is, of course, how we spend our lives. And I know that the overarching theme of my life and of my days is just noise. It's loud. And they're not all bad noises. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's plenty of farts and lots of fun boy things because that's, I just told Ben the other day, I'm just going to have to get used to this for the next 20 years because they think it's the greatest thing to pass gas and laugh. And one of my kids even turned around in my face the other day and I said, you better not do that. So, you know, it is what it is. There's loudness. There's things pulling at us all the time. And I just wanted to say that maybe you feel like that too. Maybe you have a lot of noise going on right now. And Noise is not necessarily bad, but it's noise nonetheless, okay? And so there's kids, there's your job, there's, you know, whether you're stay at home, work at home, work outside the home, whatever, there's that responsibility, there's bills, there's meals, there's cleaning, there's sports, there's homework, there's school, there's, oh yeah, my husband, I mean, he gets leftovers a lot of the time, which is not how I want it to be, but it just feels like we're just constantly trying to keep up and go, go, go. And I just wonder what it would be like if we just stopped, Okay, just stopped and took the time to think, okay, or pray. How about to be still, okay? Why be still? Well, it puts us in a receiving state to hear from God, okay? That's not something we usually think about a lot of times. We think about praying to God, bringing our requests to Him, and, you know, communicating with Him so that 
we will basically build our faith and bring others before him and build their faith as God moves and answers these prayers. But, you know, a lot of times we don't take the time to quiet the noise. We just throw up a few prayers here and there. But to actually get still, like, what would that look like? Okay. It would look like getting up early, maybe, or taking advantage of the kids' nap times. It could be communicating with your spouse. I mean, with Ben and I, we're trying to figure this thing out with exercise right now. We're like, okay, you watch all of them. I'm going to go run or lift for 30 minutes. And so it might be just saying, hey, I need you to take over bath time. Can you take the lead tonight? And I'll just have 15 minutes to myself. And that is self-care in a lot of ways, but it's also soul care when you can take that time. And so the Bible, a lot of us know the verse in Psalm, I think it's 4610 that says, be still and know that I am God. Okay. But what about Psalm 37, seven, where it literally says to be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. (laughs) That just reminded me, we have this thing in our house where (laughs) when my kids are going crazy, I'm like, look, you have to be patient. Do you know what that means? And they're like, no. And I say, well, it means to wait without whining. Okay. That's how I define patience in my house. You need to wait patiently. That means wait without whining. And so in in my mind, you know, as a believer, I'm like, how, how often am I waiting without whining? You know, <laughs> most of the time I'm complaining about something, whether it's to my husband or, you know, something that didn't go right in my day or whatnot. But I really thought about this, like waiting patiently for God and not just dumping all of our stuff on him and saying, here, God, you deal with it, even though it's completely fine to do that. And he wants us to bring those things to him. But I mean, the thing like you shut your mouth and you listen to what he has to say. Okay. I mean, I get it. As mamas, it's a challenge. Okay. I, I for one, (laughs) wonder when do we ever sit still as moms okay i was outlining this episode i had to get up two times two separate times for two of my boys that were waking up i get it and i had to come back in and recenter my thoughts so you know don't tell me it's hard i know i agree i'm right there with you but if you knew your life depended on it not just setting the tone of your day but the course of your life days over time like that quote said how we spend our days is of course how we spend our lives you would do it in a heartbeat If it would change the trajectory of your life and for the betterment of you and your family, you would do it if you meant that it, it, if you knew what it meant, that it was really that impactful. And so I'm calling you to action. I'm challenging you to take out your phone right now. I've got mine. I did this already. As I was writing this, I thought, why am I going to challenge them to do something when I haven't done it myself? So I set my alarm on my phone and that's why I want you to pause this episode wherever you're at. Get out your alarm clock, set it to every day on repeat, and pick a time, any time. For me, that's going to look like first thing in the morning. I am under no you know, feeling that I'm going to be able to get up early all the time, earlier than my kids. But I know that the later I wait, the more people are pulling at me. Not bad things, just factual, okay? So I'm calling you to action and saying, get out your alarm clock, think of a time, God, help me to get this in. I'm going to do this 15 minutes while I'm, you know, thinking about getting the stuff out, thawing out for supper, you know, whatever that is. What, you know, if you can find that space, carve it out, set your alarm clock just 15 minutes every single day and see what happens over the course of a few days and a few weeks. Okay. As I was writing this down, as I was thinking about like the urgency and the 
the determination behind it and the desire behind it, it made me think of another verse in Psalms where it talks about, as the deer pants for the water, Lord, my soul longs for you. Okay. And it says in Psalm 42 too, the verse right after that, my soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When can I go and meet with God? Okay. As I was thinking of this and God gave me this verse, And I didn't know where it was, but I remembered reading it in the past. And that usually happens to me. I I don't know exactly what verse it is, and I have to go look it up. But he triggers those things where that word has been sealed in my heart. Um, And I have thought about that longing and that desire. And sometimes I would just think of it in like a condemning way. Like, I don't know that I like pant after God like, like the psalmist did. And I want to, and I want to have that passion. But as I read it this time, and as I looked in my study Bible at what it was referencing to, it just completely blew me away, okay? Do you know what the psalmist meant here? Okay, he was actually oppressed in this situation and could not go to the temple to meet with God. That's why he's asking, when can I go and meet with God? For him, he had to literally go into the temple, into God's house to be present before the Lord because the Holy Spirit was not given back then. Jesus had not come. The Spirit did not dwell inside of men. They had to physically go to the temple to meet with God. And mama, you and I are the living, breathing temple of God. Okay, we don't have to physically go anywhere. Praise Jesus. We, we've got God right inside of us. God has put his Spirit inside of us, his seal. And let me read to you 2 Corinthians 1, 21 and 22. Okay, let me find it. It says, Now it is God who makes us both, now it is God who makes both us and you stand firm in Christ. He anointed us, set his seal of ownership on us, and put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. Okay, he put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit inside of us, the God himself inside of us. And we don't have to go anywhere specifically. We can ask him to reveal to us, ask him to be with us. And he is in that moment, right then. God never leaves us or forsakes us. And we, we just don't tap into that power. If we, ha- if we knew we had that gift, that blessing, that immediate access to God, why would we not use it, okay? We are walking around powerless because we refuse to recognize the power given to us by the Holy Spirit, okay? So to hear me when I say it's time for a little soul care and let's see what God speaks to our hearts when we get still before Him. You know, if you've never done this before and it sounds scary or weird or different, you know, try asking God to speak to you. Bring him the questions that keep you up at night and just sit in them and listen, okay? You don't ask, don't just ask more and more questions and just fill up the time. Just be still and see what he brings to mind, okay? Another way I used to do this was to journal. I don't know if any of you do that, but mama, it's amazing what would come out of that pen when I would just start writing. Things I didn't even know were inside me. It was like God was literally directing my thoughts and showing me things that I had yet to know or understand, okay? It was, and I would go back and read some of the, read it right after I would pray or think, and I would just be like, oh my gosh, I had no idea that that was inside of me, okay? Don't take my word for it. Take God at his word, okay? In Jeremiah 29, 12, it says, then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. And verse 14 says, I will be found by you, declares the Lord. And it goes on further from there. But, you know, everybody remembers Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. 
But the verses right after that say, then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Okay, I said it twice there for you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. And mama, if we're honest, myself included, we got a a lot of half-hearted seeking going on. And it's not because... We don't want to a lot of times. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's one more thing we think we have to do. But if we knew it was our literal lifeline, if we knew that when we get His Spirit moving and breathing inside of us because we welcome Him and we make ourselves available to Him, it is amazing what He will show you, what He will do for you, what He will release you from, um, the bondage that He can break, the things that have been weighing on your mind that you perseverate and ruminate on because you can't find the answer, because you haven't asked God to show it to you. You're trying everything within your own power. Oh my gosh, we as mamas will try to control every little thing, and we just can't. So I just hope you hear my heart in this. I'm so passionate because I know that God wants to speak to us, directly to us. I'm speaking to myself in this. He wants me to take the time to put everything else aside and get still, okay? So set that timer in your phone. Let me know if this helped you in any way. If it did, take a screenshot of this episode, tag me. Let's encourage each other and those watching us, you know, that we have a purpose and a calling on our lives and we're not ashamed, okay? So let's pray together and I thank you for spending this time with me. God, I just thank you that you never, ever make us go to a certain place to be with you because you're already there inside of us. God, we don't realize that. If we knew the power that's inside of us, we would live and move and have our being in such a new and fresh way. We would we would take off the heaviness, the things that are holding us back, the the depression and anxiety that sometimes creep in when life gets to be too much. And God, you've asked for us to give that to you, to willingly lay it down at your feet. And God, I just pray right now for the mama that's hearing this and they're struggling. They don't know how to lay it down at your feet, God. They are wondering how to fix it and they're holding on so tightly. But God, I pray that you just show us how to open our hands and just get in receiving mode and let you pour more of yourself and your spirit out onto us, God. Show us, change us, live in us, breathe in us. God, help us to breathe into others that same life that you've given us. Lord, you are faithful, and I know you will do it, God. Your word is true, and I thank you for its truth and its meaning and the hope and the security that we have when we have our salvation in Jesus Christ. Thank you for hearing me, God. Thank you for being with us in this time. I lift it up to you, and I praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Good News Mama. If you did, please leave me a review on iTunes. A five-star review is best. And hit subscribe. Share with your friends on Instagram and Facebook. Please email me at lynn at goodnewsmama.com. You know I love questions. I love feedback. I want to know what you want to know. We're going to talk about what means something to you. So let's hear it. Follow me on Instagram at goodnewsmamas. That's mamas with an S. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Keep your head up. Keep your heart humble. And share that good news.